You're listening to the Dr. Beth Sportcast. My lovely audience, time and time again, you have heard that Great Africa is saddled with debts. Is this narrative a true narrative or an engineered narrative? Is Great Africa rich or is Great Africa poor? My lovely audience, this is a multi-dollar question that I would want you to ponder over. On today's episode, I will take the dimension of our resources, oil and natural gas, and we'll see where our natural gas and petroleum is pumped to, to reinforce this very narrative. Today's episode is brought to us by kind courtesy of Strategic Afrocentric Marketing, an Afrocentric Business Consortium, Sustainable Organic Agricultural Project, Great Africa Women Empowerment Project, empowering Great African women through capacity building and advocacy, Concept Products Promotions Equipment Limited, Blackbusters Agribusiness, and the Dr. Beth's World of Fragrance. Stay tuned, my lovely audience. And always remember that Great Africa is rich and not poor. It's currently witnessing a transformative wave of infrastructure and energy projects that promise to redefine the region's future. From ambitious transportation initiatives to substantial investment in renewable energy, countries in West Africa are fostering economic development and enhancing regional connectivity. However, one project stands out for its potential to deliver widespread benefits, the Trans-Saharan Gas Pipeline, which makes it a beacon of hope and progress for West Africa's future. What is this pipeline? Is it already in operation? Who is funding the project? To understand what the Trans-Saharan Gas Pipeline is, we need to examine its history in detail. The proposal for a Trans-Saharan Pipeline was first floated in the 1970s, but it wasn't until January 14, 2002, that the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation, or NNPC, and Algeria's National Oil and Gas Corporation, Sonotrack, signed a Memorandum of Understanding for project preparations. In June 2005, NNPC and Sonotrack signed a contract with Penspen Limited to conduct a feasibility study of the project. The feasibility study, which was completed in September 2006, determined that the pipeline was technically and economically feasible as well as reliable. On February 20, 2009, NNPC and Sonatrack decided to move forward with a draft memorandum of understanding between the three countries and the joint venture agreement. The intergovernmental agreement on the pipeline was signed by the energy ministers of Nigeria, Niger, and Algeria on July 3, 2009 in Abuja, but there were no development updates for several years after the 2009 meeting. But in June 2022, Algeria, Nigeria, and Niger held talks on the revival of the decades-old project. And on July 28, 2022, the Algerian Minister of Energy and Mines, Mohamed Arkab, 
Nigerian Minister of State for Petroleum Resources, Timipre Silvia, and Nigerian Minister of Energy and Renewable Energy, Mohamed Sani Mahamadou, signed a memorandum of understanding for the implementation of the Trans-Saharan Gas Pipeline at the end of the work of the third tripartite ministerial meeting held in Algiers, Algeria. The idea behind the Trans-Saharan Gas Pipeline is quite simple. The Trans-Saharan Gas Pipeline is a visionary infrastructure project conceived to traverse the formidable Sahara Desert, connecting Nigeria's abundant gas reserves to Algeria's established pipeline network, originating in the Wari region of Nigeria. The proposed pipeline would extend northward, traversing the challenging terrain of Niger, before reaching its terminus in Hasi Rumel, Algeria. At Hasi Rumel, the pipeline would seamlessly integrate with its existing trans-Mediterranean, Maghreb Europe, Medgas, and Galsi pipelines, which collectively supply Europe with natural gas through transmission hubs at El Kala and Benisaf on Algeria's Mediterranean coast. The extensive scope of Trans-Saharan gas pipeline is highlighted by its substantial length of 4,128 kilometers, equivalent to the length of nearly 39,314 soccer fields. With specific segments spanning over 1,037 kilometers in Nigeria, 841 kilometers in Niger, and 2,310 kilometers in Algeria, the ambitious undertaking is designed to not only harness Nigeria's gas resources, but also to strategically position the region as a major contributor to European energy needs. Moreover, the proposed pipeline boasts an impressive annual capacity of up to 30 billion cubic meters of natural gas, affirming its significance in meeting the growing energy demands of both West Africa and Europe. With a diameter ranging from 48 to 56 inches, the pipeline is engineered to efficiently transport large volumes of natural gas across the vast expanse of the Sahara. So who is building this gas pipeline and how much would it cost? The original investment for the pipeline was expected to be around 10 billion US dollars and for gas gathering centers around 3 billion US dollars, making a total of 13 billion US dollars. The pipeline is to be built and operated through a strategic partnership between the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation, or NNPC, Algeria state-owned energy company, Sonatrack, and Italian power engineering company, Ansaldo Energia. The initial ownership structure was planned with NNPC and Sonatrack collectively, holding 90% of the shares, while Niger would possess the remaining 10%. However, discussions have unfolded with potential international partners, including Russia's Gazprom, Indian's Gale, France's Total SA, Italy's NI, and Royal Dutch Shell, expressing interest in participating in the project. The Algerian Energy Minister, Shakib Khalil, emphasized the importance of partners contributing more than just financial resources, highlighting the need for added value to the project. Energy ministers from Algeria and Nigeria have conveyed that the involvement of international oil companies in the project may not be necessary if the venture progresses smoothly. The Trans-Saharan Gas Pipeline is currently not operational and is still in the planning and development stages. As of February 5, 2024, construction hasn't begun yet. However, the pipeline is scheduled to begin operations by 2030.
with the establishment of a specialized tax force and a project development roadmap in place. The benefits West Africa will reap when this project is fully up and running are plentiful. The 13 billion US dollar pipeline creates significant economic potential for Nigeria, Algeria and Niger, allowing them to tap into gas-hungry European markets while monetizing their natural resources. According to the African Energy Chamber's State of African Energy 2023 study, Nigeria, Algeria and Egypt, who collectively already account for over 80% of Africa's total gas production, are expected to be the key drivers of gas supply to Europe in the next year since everyone is desperate to wean themselves off Russian energy. This strategic infrastructure initiative is especially timely for Nigeria as it provides an avenue to address the surging European demand for gas prompted by supply shortages following Russia's invasion of Ukraine in 2022, leveraging its existing resources to enhance economic prospects. Furthermore, the Trans-Saharan Gas Pipeline holds transformative potential for Niger, a nation currently producing 20,000 barrels of oil per day with estimated recoverable gas resources of 34 billion cubic meters. The pipeline offers Niger the opportunity to monetize a substantial gas reserves. Economically, the construction, operation, and maintenance of the pipeline will generate substantial employment opportunities, driving economic growth and income generation. The project could attract further foreign investment in gas exploration, extraction, and related industries, stimulating economic diversification. Beyond economic gains, the project contributes to increased energy security in West Africa by ensuring a diversified supply, thereby reducing the region's dependence on imported gas and mitigating price volatility. West African nations will also experience enhanced access to address energy deficits and improve access to reliable power generation, fostering development across the region. Finally, Beyond economic and energy security gains, this pipeline could catalyze regional economic integration, fostering collaboration and trade opportunities between participating nations. It is crucial to know that despite the promising economic prospect of the Trans-Saharan gas pipeline, several potential drawbacks loom over its implementation. Security concerns, particularly in regions traversed by the pipeline, raise apprehensions about the project's vulnerability to attacks or sabotage impacting its operational stability. Equitable distribution of economic benefits among participating countries also poses a challenge with potential disparities causing tensions. Additionally, environmental considerations highlight the need for robust mitigation strategies to address the ecological impact of constructing and operating such an extensive pipeline. The opposition from Nigerian militants group Movement for Emancipation of the Niger Delta further underscores the complex social and geopolitical challenges tied to this project as they demand the resolution of issues related to the exploration of the Niger Delta before supporting the pipeline. Despite these concerns, experts widely agree that this pipeline would do way more good than harm for the sub-region and beyond. So careful management and strategic planning are crucial to ensure the Trans-Saharan gas pipeline delivers more positive outcomes than adverse effects for West Africa.
lovely audience. So now back to my question. Is Great Africa saddled with debt and poverty? Is it engineered or it's real? If you had to ask me, I would say the saddled debt and poverty they talk about as a narrative for Great Africa is engineered. If your back is used as a dining table for others to eat on and you are sick and tired of being sick and tired of that, what do you ought to do? All that you have to do is to stand up and be counted. My lovely audience, I would like to say a very big thank you for joining me today. On today's special episode, we are very thankful that you still patronize the Dr. Beth's podcast. And in all that you do, let love guide you, not fear, because fear is the greatest vampire of energy. I love you all, especially you. On Jarama, Halawal Gongolikadi, Jerry Jeff. Babe, niño.